0: Uh, you got to put it live on YouTube. That's Will Panda's I
1: guy. I just went live, thanks to me, because Samsung <laughs> fucked up.
0: What do you mean I fucked up? It's your job. <laughs> you
1: you each have... we're live, so I assumed you clicked it, right? I mean, come on. A, we're live. I said, okay. am okay, no, going live. Waiting.
2: You have to understand the, the divi- there's division of responsibilities. Samson clicks live on Zoom. I click live on Wirecast. Well, Panda clicks live on YouTube. This isn't rocket science. How can we have four technical people and we can't
0: even click live?
1: I'm not going... I'm not technical.
0: It's not technical to press a button.
1: No, but anyway, when you say, I clicked go live, so I assumed... Okay, it's literally a button that says go live, so I assumed you just clicked, like, go live on YouTube. Yeah, you click the button and then you go live on YouTube. <laughs> yes, but you said I clicked go live.
0: You, as in you, Panda, need to click go live.
1: I did now.
3: (laughs) We spent the whole episode arguing.
0: Not only was Panda late, he also, like,
2: you know, wasted 10 minutes of the episode not going live. That's why we're 10 minutes late.
1: Yeah, I was not late. I was was actually exactly on time. Have you ever been
0: trading and then tried to press the button that says sell, but you didn't press the button and you got wrecked?
1: No 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 but actually, actually what, what happened is like i put the zero too much and stuff like that that happens <laughs> I, have a, I have a buddy who um wanted to buy 8btc a while back 8btc worth of a uh, monero and he bought 80btc like market buy <laughs> wow, he really got wrecked and then
2: and then i made my announcement and he lost it all
1: <laughs> no luckily not I don't think, I think it was like, it sold, it resold immediately and it like almost break even. So, have fine. you ever swapped the amount with the price? Well, I entered it and then I always check, double check. Most of the exchanges, uh, but anyway, that, that doesn't really matter that much because if you say, like, I want to buy 50,000 worth of BTC, um, at uh pro, at 9,000, uh, USD. Well, if you switch them then most of the time it doesn't
3: go Right. either way one way it will really hurt if you buy or sell but most exchanges have like if, you're, if your price is way off market it will warn you
0: Let's just That's just how bad a trader will
1: kind is and start the show
3: yeah it's a fast finger or the fat finger problem
1: I didn't, never fucked up that much anyway Ricardo can you start the show
3: magical crypto
1: the best thing to do is simply to huddle What's a young pony to do in a sea of shady ICOs? A lion's courage can light up Even the darkness of shadows Unlike the corporate suits The whale panda is wise A chicken dreams about the moon While
3: soaring in the skies As Bitcoin sees new all-time
1: Okay, we're here live with me, Will Panda, uh, Charlie Lee sitting in the infinitely Le- fleet spaceship, trying to chill. Samson's new game. Um, Ricardo in the, the very cool babe t-shirt or sweater, whatever it is, and Samson Mao just sitting in his office with a head that it's not his, I guess. That's it not is, one of yours. It's my
0: hat. It's just the AX hat. But you know, I think since we went live, those intros don't work because if we're not talking, the camera doesn't switch to us. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know. <laughs> this, makes... <laughs> but uh, I, I, I... you will talk at some point, and then you'll see like the the comments I made. Yeah, but, I mean, I, like...
3: I figure, I figure that just something we'll fix in post, right?
1: There is no
0: post.
3: <laughs> well, I'm actually not in an infinite fleet. What is an infinite fleet, anyways? I'm in a star destroyer. Come on.
0: Infinite Fleet is the best game that's coming out next year.
3: It's Vaporware, as far as I'm concerned. It's
0: real. You invested in it. It's real.
3: I invested we, in we a lot just, of Vaporware.
1: Yeah, we, we just invested because you kept pushing us. Oh, you, you, you're our friends. You're supposed to support me. Please buy my game, buy my token. Man, I had
0: to let you guys in.
2: You're
3: begging we'll the on Liquid, I to promise. come in.
2: We're issuing on Liquid. We're not <laughs> issuing on Ethereum, guys.
3: Samson just said, give me a dollar so I can put your name on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you guys were begging to come in. I had to, I had to leave other investors <laughs> out just to take you guys. The Winkle, the Winkle vibe were like,
2: please, Samson, please let us in. And Samson was like, no, I have no space
0: after Whale Panda and Charlie Lee and Ricardo have invested. Exactly. It's a better match too, you know. Like it's, it's the Gemini spaceship. That's their
1: logo. It's the slogan, right? Did Did you actually approach uh, Roger Ver? I I hear he invested in a lot of shitcoins. coins.
0: No, I haven't. Should I? Why not? I should talk to Vitalik. He likes MMOs. Does he? Yeah. The whole yeah, reason ref- Ethereum exists is because he his warlock in World of Warcraft got nerfed. <laughs> You know I, that story, I can't tell right, if that's Charlie? True.
3: I, is that true? No, is yeah, that yeah, that,
0: that's true. <laughs> and he, he cried himself to sleep or something. Yeah. His
3: warlock in World of Warcraft got deleted by Nerfed. the server. No, by no, no, ner- ner- By his stuff got deleted. No, his no. items got deleted. No. What do you mean? No, no. his stats got. Do
1: you know what, you, nerf you know know means? what nerfing is? <laughs> it's <laughs> like when you make a powerful uh, character less powerful, but so it was like
3: uh oh because they changed they changed the they changed the game rules so that the the character is not as powerful anymore Uh.
1: and the only way to
2: stop that is by having a decentralized um computer
1: that gets hacked every five minutes
3: (laughs) well so he well he has control that's what he wanted
1: so um let's start with, with an interesting topic so uh the venezuelan regime some vendors as told me that I'm not allowed to say uh, government, because it's not really a government, it's more like a regime. Um, start accepting uh, Bitcoin for certain passport applications, which are done by uh, people from outside of the government. So that that's an interesting development, I guess. Uh, do you guys expect to see more of that uh, from like Iran or other Syria, I, I don't know, uh, other countries?
3: First of all, is it the government itself or is it some third party that's accepting no, no, no. Bitcoin? It's, the,
2: it's one of the government, it's the government's departments, like for applying for passports and stuff. What's curious about it is they, they did used to accept Petro, as I understand it. But because Petro's a nightmare, they switched to BDC Pay server and, uh, they accept Bitcoin and they've got a sign above it that says credit
0: cards coming soon. <laughs>
3: really? <laughs> <Yeah>. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey,
0: if they're using BTCP server, they can take uh, Liquid Tether. Uh, You know, I mean, if I have to hear Liquid one more time, I think I'm going to throw (laughs) up.
3: You're going to throw some Liquid at your screen. You're
0: usually the guy that talks about Liquid on this show, not me. As a joke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're the joke, Samson. You're the joke. (laughs) I think you like Liquid. So anyway, anyway, that that was a very interesting development, I think. And um, I'm, I'm curious to see. It's the first government agency to accept that, I guess um uh, so do you guys expect like more countries to start doing that or it's just like a one-off thing um
3: it's pretty cool especially because they're actually keeping the bitcoin right I mean, they're using btc pay server so they're not using like a fiat exchange um payment processor so that's pretty that's pretty neat that the government is actually accepting btc for for some well,
1: service the, the, the sad part is of course that it's Venezuela, so that's like uh Shady stuff going on there, but yeah,
0: uh, I think it's not going to be that common. The government has to be in deep doo doo to take uh, Bitcoin. If deep they don't doo-doo. take their own, if they don't take fiat, their own fiat currency is kind of a vote of non-confidence in their.
1: Own I, I think. I think the issue here was it's it's for um it's to renew passport for uh, people outside of the country. So I guess if you're uh, local, they have their own uh, payments. Uh, provider so that would work but i guess because it's from people who for example live in the us um, that they have issues with processing the payment and that's why they're using btc
0: then it's not really that big of a deal they're just trying to make it easier for people that are overseas right if they it was like a service for locals then it would be more meaningful
1: yeah i think it's just like an interesting gimmick i guess
3: it's still pretty cool i think
1: yeah, but if you say it's it's cool, then you get the Venezuelans—they're uh, not that? that happy. Yeah, when you say it's it, it's like cool, that sounds like you're supporting the government in a way. So that's that might not be the the, I, the I right word. I
3: support all all governments. <laughs> 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 Just on, on a, put on a record, I support all governments.
2: I mean I'd like to I'd like to point out that if Giacomo was on yeah he'd probably have like a picture of a boot with someone someone licking it like ready to go.
1: Okay, so um yeah, okay, that that was the first topic, so let let's move on. So um there's been a lot of talk now recently about uh GPTC. What is uh, GPTC? Global Bitcoin. First. Okay, no, I was wrong. Is it a fork of Bitcoin? It's not, and you know that as well. It's yeah, uh, but... Barry Silbert, uh Grayscales, uh Bitcoin Trust, basically.
2: He's just uh, asking to make sure everyone knows. He's just you know trying to be trying to be helpful.
0: Yeah, we might have viewers that don't know. So you have to talk about it a bit.
1: So basically the advantage is that um you can buy sort of Bitcoin um through the New, New York Stock Exchange. So it's basically just a, a equity. Um, it's just shares uh, that sort of corresponds with Bitcoin. So what, what happens is people um, send either money or BTC to uh, Grayscale. And they convert it into shares. And those shares represent like 0. 0.00096 BTC. Um and they get locked up for uh, six months, and after six months the people who like created those shares um they can they can dump it on the market basically. So the, there is some so a premium there. Uh, there are some advantages there for people, for example, uh in the U- in the UK. Ah uh, not U- not UK, US obviously. US. Uh it, it's it's all over the pond for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> technically that's true. Um so for example, people who have the 401k, um, they want to buy stock, they, they can invest in stocks. Um, they, they can buy uh, GBTC to have some exposure to Bitcoin, for example. Um, yeah. Oh, and you're it's, explaining it's, it's,
0: it's, that. Shouldn't Charlie explain it? He's American. Is he? Not like,
1: it's not he like I know GBTC
3: more than you guys. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you know wow, 401k that was, is better. He doesn't
0: look
2: American. He doesn't look American. That's, like, not racist at all. <laughs> what does an American look like?
1: You, you, uh, you know, the um, the meme that's been going on the last couple of t- days, uh, you know, there's 2
3: trying uh, the, to change the subject.
1: No, no, the, the, <laughs> the, 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 no what does an American look like? Those rich people, you know, uh, with the guns oh, outside of the, the home. The, yeah,
2: the dude, with the, the dude with the rifle and the, the girl with the little... <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, those those two guys, those that couple is is loaded, man. You see the house that they are in? Wow, it's impressive.
1: So, and anyway, there's been a lot of talk about GPTC uh, uh, and the influence of it on on the on the market because they've been um, they've been locking up more BTC than it's being mined currently after halving. Now, people are saying like, oh, but it's not all being bought. And that's true. So it's not all new money coming in. But it's because you can also pay in kind. So you can send them BTC. They will convert it to uh, shares. And then basically you have shares and you don't have your keys anymore. Now, why would people do that? For the premium. So there's about uh, at the beginning of like last month, there was the premium was still around 20%. Now it's around 7-8%. So it's still worth it to do it. Um, so, so still more BTC is going off the market than that's actually, uh, being mined currently. Didn't you have and an argument with Joe007? Well, it, 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 no, it was, it was not an argument. He, he's obviously short. So he's trying to say like, oh, look, the narrative that, uh, Grays, Grayscale is buying more BTC than, uh, that's being mined. is not really true because it's not all being like bought with new, new, new money. And new fiat coming in. And that's that's kind of true. Uh, but at the same time, those people who sell or like who convert their BTC to shares, they can also, um, after six months, for example, dump their shares and then rebuy more BTC because they had a premium. So they can, for example, decide like if the premium is 10% and you locked up 100 shares, then after six months you dump and you have enough money to buy 110 BTC.
3: His, his argument is stupid anyways, because if there's new money coming to buy, someone's selling for fiat at the same time someone's buying. So it's not like there's, when there's new money coming in, there's money going out also, right? So you can also think of like people moving their BTC to GBTC is the same as them selling their Bitcoin to someone else that's buying Bitcoin, that to GBTC that's buying Bitcoin, right? It's the same idea, right? You just, someone, when someone's buying, someone's selling. So it's silly to say that. That there's no new money coming in
1: yeah um but you also have to like keep in mind that the btc is, is is locked so there's no way to redeem it yet and i don't expect it to to ever happen. well maybe ever that's a, that's a big word but to happen anytime soon because um grayscale is actually getting a two percent uh commission not commission um uh, management fee so, they they have no incentive to actually allow people to withdraw or convert their sheep BTC back to BTC at some point. Um, it's yeah. a money maker for them.
3: It's huge. They have like, what is it? 3.6 billion dollars in Bitcoin. That's like 2% of all Bitcoin is locked up in, it, it's, in it's their It's around
1: trust. 400k uh, BTC now, so it's three 390 or something like that. So Yeah.
3: yeah. It's pretty yeah, if impressive if you
1: ignore the mining
0: production, there's like a massive inflow of uh, bitcoins just being taken off the market alone.
1: Like yeah, that helps.
3: Big buy pressure.
1: Yeah, and still yeah. the price is not moving up. So that's, that people are like uh, saying that something shady is going on and stuff like that. So the, the um, and also those 390k BTC they're being held by Coinbase custody which was formerly uh, Zappo, I guess. Um, so it's that, not that,
3: formerly Zappo, right? They just kind of yeah, um, right, that that acquired They, they bought it,
1: they acquired it. So yeah. yeah.
3: But Coinbase Custody existed before Zappo, so it's not like they bought Zappo and then turned into Coinbase Custody.
1: Okay.
3: Original the original deal. They bought the assets that Zappo was holding, I'm guessing, and they're not controlling a lot more assets than before.
1: Okay, that's enough uh, shilling GBTC, I think, for now. We're not even paid to shill GBTC. Uh, exactly. GBTC, our advertising rates are super cheap. Like, <laughs> I'm just
2: saying. <laughs> Barry, please, come on.
3: We, we can talk about GLTC.
2: <laughs> we'll even talk about uh, ETC if you want. Like, we're open.
1: Oh, so, actually, that's also interesting. So, um, there is, the, they have a couple of different products, but um, the Ethereum one, was trading at a 500% premium, and the whole reason for that is because uh, it took five. Uh, it took a year for um, the shares to become uh, vested, and they can dump it. So now, recently, a lot of shares got vested, and the premium was down from 500% to like 170% or something like that. So if people yeah. people can also send them uh, Ethereum or money to buy Ethereum Converter shares, and that takes a year before they can dump it. And that's why it was trading at a really insane premium.
3: What actually is more amazing is that their Ethereum Classic trust is $70 million. That's like 10% of all ETC is stored. But on. that was
1: their first one, right? Yeah. Well, after yeah. Bitcoin. After Bitcoin Barry was a first.
3: huge ETC fan for some reason.
1: I,
2: I think he um, was just a, a huge Ethereum proponent. I mean, not proponent, but like is anti-Ethereum and he's like well I'll kill Ethereum by
3: supporting ETC he's the Roger of Ethereum (laughs) 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 okay it's kind of true Roger just copied him
1: so let's move on so um, we're talking about Ethereum so if we're talking about Ethereum we need to talk about DeFi Hex DeFi which one (laughs) the most recent one was a 500k um Hack. I, I, I don't know. Ricardo wants to talk about this because he lost DeFi hacks.
3: I don't want to talk about it. There's a hack every other day.
1: Yeah, can't keep track.
3: Which which one are you talking about? Five hundred k? That's like nothing. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's like, it's like Ricardo this... loses that in his sleep every every week. That's like regular <laughs> business day. Jeez. Okay. <laughs>
2: No, it's yeah. Look, I mean, it, the the thing is, um. So I asked a question on Twitter. Like, I wonder when the amount that gets stolen from DeFi contracts is going to flip the amount that gets tro- that's been stolen from centralized exchanges. Um, and I think you can you can sort of exclude older hacks where things are a little bit more, um, amateurish. So maybe you take out the DAO, you know, you take out Mt. Gox. Um, and you assume people have learned from that and i think you know of course there are some people who are up in arms and they're like oh you know it's just a small fraction of the amount that's been stolen from centralized exchanges which is true but there's only a small fraction um uh, of crypto that's in DeFi compared to the amount that's locked up in exchanges so you know it's not really you can't compare it in terms of raw amounts at the moment uh but maybe in terms of ratio it would be interesting to see the ratio of crypto locked up in exchange, centralized exchanges versus how much has been stolen, and then run that same calculation on uh, uh on uh DeFi products. Um I, I think the general approach with DeFi is to build things that is that, that are incredibly complicated. And uh then when someone points out that there might be an issue with it, you slap a band-aid on and you keep slapping band-aids on um, adding more complexity and interoperating between between DeFi products because now you rely on this DeFi product to provide this piece of functionality which relies on that DeFi product. And there are these weird complex loops and, and, uh, and dependency structures that people are already exploiting and have exploited and will continue to exploit. Also, yield farming is not a job. I just want to point out, if you think that yield farming is a job, you need to go and work in McDonald's because it's not a job
1: you know that, that you know like those gold farmers uh, world of warcraft gold farmers soon it will be yield farmers all over china but rick the it's not even
0: hacked then if it's just building on rickety uh, defi pieces interoperating with one another that's just how it works so it, that's the the sad reality is that uh
2: you know when stuff like this happens and something gets exploited it's not like i mean the dao was an exploit right you could clearly see that it was an exploit and of course i i even made the argument that as long as you're following the rules of the system is it really a hack but i think with the defi stuff it's even more blurry because not only are you following the rules but you're taking advantage of the system so you're not really breaking anything it's designed
0: that way um it's just yeah. designed poorly but at that point it's not even an exploit. It's functioning as is. So if you had a QA tester, they would just check that off like as designed.
3: Well it's a loophole. It's not really as designed, right? People don't want the want you to be able to siphon enough funds from <laughs> from others. So
0: But it is. If you're interoperating like that, then it is the the design of the system. It's just a bad idea. And most people don't understand that right away. That's two different things, I think.
2: So so let me flip this around though. I mean uh, you know the the reality is that that you're right it is rickety infrastructure um but maybe arguably if we had to build stuff like this on a platform like liquid or lightning or rgb or whatever would it would we not end up with the same thing because the issue is not the underlying infrastructure is bad it's that a lot of the people building these products are relying on the abilities of others and there's just no there's no culture of building stuff that is stable and well-designed and well thought through.
0: Well, I think if, if uh, I don't know, if we were to build something like DeFi-like on Liquid, we would just do it with uh, Bitcoin smart contracts or with simplicity. And then the price feed would just be probably an amalgamation of a few centralized price feeds. There's no need for that whole system to be redesigned and decentralized for the sake of decentralization.
1: One important thing with all those defi projects also for some reason they all need their own token Right, I mean, I mean some of them actually If you think about it uh, If I think about the big picture some of them can make some sense can be useful But then they have to like use their own token and make everything so much more complicated than it has to be
0: Well, I think one of the selling points or not a selling point. It's more of a a draw is that most people can't figure out how this stuff works because it is so complicated. They just see, uh, I can make money by yield farming. I'll put some money in, but they don't really know how it works. And at, sometimes the devs don't even know how it works. To Whale Panda's point, though, it's, um, the, the,
2: the issue, part of the issue is that there is definitely, a, and I mean, to Samson's point as well, there's a lack of understanding, um, as to how this stuff works. And, I don't begrudge anyone getting excited about about a technology. I mean, it's fine to be excited about a technology, but like, where are the disclaimers? Like, oh hey, by the way, this is probably broken, so please don't put a lot of money into it.
1: So uh, also, um, just for everyone who is watching, if something offers you like hundred percent yield, hundred percent interest real, interest rate, I mean, that's obviously something shady going on right there. Yeah,
3: because. Because was it Adam Back that said it? I mean, it's a it's a zero sum game, right? Like if you're making hundred percent of your money, who's losing? Like where is that money coming from? It's just
0: you guys probably remember this, but uh, I think BitConnect was like a high yield product that was one of the selling points that you
2: get. A I mean, one coin was ROI. too right.
3: All these yeah, all yeah, these yeah.
0: scams are.
2: What do they call it? It's a, it's a HYP, right? High yield investment per- purchase or something I, like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that and and that's a whole there's a whole market of scams out there where people just like look for those get in early and and try and flip um some some money and then get out before the suckers get in.
3: I mean we saw we saw the comp right becoming so big the last couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so that th- 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 that's that's a very shady one. So basically um Andresen, uh Horowitz, or what, whatever the name 16
3: uh, z Yeah. What? A16Z.
1: Yeah. Andresen Horowitz. So, so they, they, they bought like a, a huge amount of equity in that. Um, and they're working together with Coinbase. So obviously Coinbase listed it, and then it went crazy. And now it's just enriching the founders and, and enriching the, their funds, basically. And everyone like jumped on it, and the price went crazy but you can already short it on FTX. So if you want to, if you feel lucky, but that's always the tricky part. These, these kind of uh, pumps, they can go really crazy because it's so centralized. So like the supply is so centralized. So there's not that much
0: liquidity in it. I think now that it's getting a lot of airtime, more people are going to put money in, but then it's on the way down and a lot of people are going to get wrecked.
1: So uh, let's, let's move on. That's enough DeFi for now. I never have enough DeFi. Um, and another so so yesterday i i saw an interesting art, uh, article also tweeted about it um about starlink and the influence that starlink can have on uh, authoritarian authoritarian uh, governments and stuff like that um how do you guys see it also it's, it's like competitor to for Blockstream boxing satellite um because because I, i'm quite I'm quite excited about starlink uh, j- just the idea of having internet everywhere for for a small uh rece- with a small receiver or a small terminal uh, as they call it um and because for example my father-in-law works on a big vessel he's captain of a big vessel so, and out there internet's like super expensive like crazy uh expensive so i i guess like all all the ships in the world We'll start using that. So, so maybe,
2: maybe as a as a baseline. Um, so, if anyone, if you've ever used like the um, uh, Inmarsat stuff, uh, I mean, Iridium has a has a satellite internet product. You can get an Iridium Go uh, Wi-Fi hotspot, but Iridium Go is really slow. It doesn't uh, take advantage of the next gen um, Iridium network stuff yet. Uh, but like Inmarsat is pretty good. It's got, uh, global coverage except for, um, the poles. Uh, and you can get a, I mean, like an Inmarsat, um, uh, get, to get like a BGAN Explorer 710s, not that, not terribly. I mean, it's expensive, but it's like a once-off purchase. But yeah, the airtime's expensive. So 10 gigs a month is about $3,000 a month. Um, and your speeds, your speeds are like 640k a second. So they, they advertise it as 3G speeds. Practically, I don't think I've seen downloads go over like 300 or 400 k a second. Um, So it's, but it's it's certainly usable, Um, and uh, there's there's no barriers like once you're on. So Starlink's hopefully going to like decimate that market and make it significantly cheaper.
1: And and how do you see the influence of that on like uh, in countries like China or? Iran or Turkey or other countries where they shut off the internet. Well, do, we know, regularly. do we
3: know what Starlink's policy is with that? Right? I mean they could be just say, like not working for any of the governments and just letting anyone use it. Or they could be like just working with the local government and like preventing people from using it. Right. It depends on what their policy is.
2: It's gonna be super tough, right? Because like they could say, okay, well when we're fly when when a satellite flies over a certain part of the world um, then it must not relay traffic or do something like that. But I, I feel like that's a level of complexity that is tough to 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 man to
3: manage. It's hard to do geographic like censorship, right? Or yeah, it's probably pretty hard for a satellite to know like where on Earth it's. It's kind of it's a broadcast satellite, right? So yeah.
2: Yeah, so it is, I mean, it is tough. It's like, that's certainly uh, an interesting challenge. Um, and, you know, how much of a hold will they really, will, will governments really have over them um, is the other thing that, that is interesting to see.
3: They shouldn't, right? I mean, the Chinese government shouldn't have any hold over
2: Starlink. They could prevent them from selling their services in China. But again, I mean, if you if you let someone check out on your website and pay with, like, Bitcoin, then... It's, yeah. you know, you, how do you, how are you going to prevent someone buying a subscription?
1: Well, you can, you can ban the terminals or they can say like, uh, for, for example, uh, Tesla has a factory in China. Oh, that gets shut down. Something like that. Yeah,
0: the thing is with, with, uh, Elon, he has to maintain his business interests in China. So he can't just, is true. Uh, do whatever he wants. And also so satellite terminals. Is
3: doing Starlink? Is it SpaceX that's doing Starlink? Uh, yeah. Yeah. SpaceX. SpaceX. So it's not that related to Tesla except same CEO, right?
0: Yeah, but you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> SpaceX has to keep a good relationship with China because they do, um, I mean, they, they work with them. There's no doubt manu- parts that are manufactured there. Um, yeah. I think, it's, so maybe just, to, just to, flip, to, to flip back to a previous question, I don't think that there's really like any, uh, that it presents any risk or competition to Blockstream Satellite because Blockstream Satellite is so specific. Um, and And it's you know represents a totally different use case, but uh, for now for now, but you know even even if that changes in future, short of you guys launching your own satellite network, which is uh, not cheap um, you, you're not going to be able to compete with the bandwidth that uh, that even Inmarsat can offer, so
0: it's it's a tough one we're just waiting for Bitcoin to go to 400k and then we'll start launching satellites that's the plan it's been the plan all along. I don't know if You're you know. also going
3: to build a laser defense system from, from satellites, right? Yeah. To protect the citadels. <laughs>
0: That's right. But uh, <laughs> going back to a previous point, um, the satellite, satellite receivers are not available to be sold in China. So you can't just uh, import and sell those uh, as, as you like. And um, I think Starlink uses some terminal, some local terminal. You're supposed to put it in your backyard. And it looks like... um. It looks like a round dish or something, uh, kind of like a flat, ovalish shape, and it's supposed to be omnidirectional to be able to pick up any Starlink satellite overhead. But I don't think that thing is going to be very cheap. I have a feeling it's going to be pretty expensive, but we'll see. Because it's it's hard to track all those little um, Starlink satellites. They probably need to advance their tech a lot to be able
1: to keep up. But you know,
0: Elon Musk is good they, at doing
1: they, that. They said the terminal would be a couple of hundred bucks. So that's not. Yeah, that much. well, we'll see what happens when it
0: actually comes
2: out. But like you know, first first iteration stuff is always expensive. You know, I mean, if you if you want
0: to be an early adopter,
1: yeah, it it would be cool to just
0: have it on your phone. But it doesn't compete because sa- a Blockstream satellite is broadcasting for free, and the design is that you can receive a signal with any dish, any you know TV satellite dish, something you find in the junkyard, and the. Uh, the specs are all open source. So you could build your own receiver if you want, but for Starlink, you gotta pay. So I don't think they're gonna change much for you know for the third world or more impoverished countries. It's more about you know getting good internet in the boonies, in the U.S. and wherever.
1: Okay, so uh, moving on. So there's been a lot of drama now recently with uh, Bitmain. So uh, Samsung, can you talk about like what's the current status there? Is Mikri have does he have all the power back or what's going oh, on? Why are you
0: asking me? Is it because I'm Chinese? Yes. <laughs> okay, makes sense. So I actually prepared a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a slideshow. What? You prepared yeah. for this Unlike show? you guys, you're gonna share your screen. Uh, no, uh, I just wrote down stuff.
1: Did you draw a little Jihem or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I can
0: if you want. I can sketch a stick figure <laughs> diagram. Let's see. Okay, let me see if I can do this. I'm uh, fighting, right? Share.
1: You're serious? No. <laughs> oh, actually, wait, wait, wait. Uh, s- uh, s- someone just said nice haircut, pony. <laughs> Mr. Pony. My wife cut it for me.
0: Hey, you can do it. You can share. Uh, I-, I can draw something. Okay. I don't know. You tell me.
3: Is it coming out on YouTube, though? Okay.
0: Can you guys see my drawing?
1: I can, but you cannot see it on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: All oh, right. Damn. Okay. Okay. Never mind. I'll just tell you. You can't see <laughs> it on YouTube.
1: <laughs> oh now- oh, What hey, the hey, fuck? Hey, no, you no, just ruined yeah, my awesome. Yeah,
0: you guys are. That's what he does.
1: Because there was some delay. There was a delay. There was. A
0: <laughs> but you know, there's a delay. There's fifteen there second a... delay.
1: No, it, it, it's, it's way more than that now. Okay. Okay, so let's start the story. Yeah, it's
0: so there's minute. two CEOs of Bitmain, Jihan Wu and Mikri Zhang. And they used to work together in harmony and be co-CEOs of Bitmain. And then on October 27th last year, or October 28th last year, Bitmain uh, was taken over by Jihan. So Jihan had left prior to that to start his own thing. I well, think what's it's the like backstory a though, trading right? Like Jihan
3: Matrix was pushing support. for Bitcoin Cash and... Yeah, well, Mikri was doing more like the AI stuff, yeah, right? That's
0: what the story is. But I, I think there's been animosity all along. But yeah, you're right. Um, Jihan's big on Bcash, and Mikri wants to do his AI stuff and they eventually parted ways. So Jihan went to do a new startup, but then Jihan came back suddenly while uh, Mikri was on a business trip somewhere and effectively kicked him out of the company. Then on uh, January this year, Jihan started firing all the employees of Bitmain that were loyal to Mikri. And then he changed Bitmain's legal representative to their CFO, but uh, technically you, you can't do that. So Micri came back and made a statement, and on January thirty first he took back the legal representation. So in China that basically means you are the um, uh, the guy in charge of the company because you're the legal rep, and that's the the most uh, the highest level of company ownership I guess in this structure. Uh, so he. He he started getting that back in January. He actually got it back on April twenty eighth. On May eighth, uh, they had a fight at the Industry and Commerce Bureau. So this was a a big group. I think Mikri bought some people, and Jihan's faction brought people, and they had a brawl fighting over the paper, their business license. Um, and then in May, Mikri tried to fire their CFO, but uh, it didn't work. Uh, there was some other things. They're fighting over the company seal. So in China, you have this chop or seal that you have to stamp on documents to sign them, and that needs to be on every document. So they're fighting over that. Uh, there's one more thing I forgot to write down. What was it again? Yeah. yeah. So to they're fighting over
2: physical ownership legal.
3: of that stamp? Um, and there's only one like stamp,
1: you can't
0: right? Yeah. like. Well, you can, but that's illegal. Uh, can you it. 3D
2: print another stamp?
0: You can. You can. Uh, Okay, and then this is where it gets fun. So on June 3rd, Mikri took a bunch of private security officers to their Beijing office. So uh, basically their headquarters is Beijing, even though they're a Cayman Corp, uh, which owns a Hong Kong Corp, which owns the Beijing Corp. So there's a string of ownership. But uh, Jihan took over the Beijing office. But uh, Mikri brute forced and got back in with a group of uh, private security officers. So they had to uh, break through the locks and get in. And then he tried to provide a bounty to uh, uh, employees that went with Jihan. So in the meantime, Jihan reincorporated the company in Chongqing. It's another city state, uh, city level, basically a big city, an independent city in China. It's not like within a province. And uh, he said, if you're working for that company, you have to come back and I'll give you a bonus. And now they're talking about Jihan doing a lot of illegal things because he probably did, and the fighting is still continuing. So that's the recap.
1: Okay, uh, so so that's like from the structure, like thank you, thank you, from the company structure and stuff like that. But now that they're also like they're not uh, selling or not shipping miners anymore or something like yeah, that, so right? Jihan
0: has been selling them out of the Chongqing company, so. But Mikri is saying all those uh, orders are invalid because that company is not Bitmain. So he's blocking shipments of uh, Bitmain stuff to anyone that bought from Jihan. So that is the latest uh, development. So we don't know what happened with that. But um, I did hear rumors that there's like pallets of uh, Bitmain S19s just sitting in the US not being deployed. It looks like their facilities are not being managed properly and there's like nobody there.
1: Drama.
2: Another day in Bitcoin. So actually,
0: this
1: would be a good uh, good movie.
0: Yeah, I sent a message to Cameron Winklevoss. I said, if you're doing one for billions, why don't you just do a twofer and make the Bitmain movie too?
1: Well, maybe a good episode. Like you can make an entire movie of like Bitcoin. Uh, so, So many good episodes. Yeah, but the Bitmain one is pretty over the top.
0: I mean, it has all the elements of a good movie. It's got Physical fighting, subterfuge, backstabbing.
3: It's uh, not more it's... over the top than the Craig Wright story.
0: Nah, Craig Wright hasn't had a fistfight yet, right?
1: That we know of. Yeah, Ricardo's preparing for that. That's why he's losing weight, <laughs> getting in shape.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm gonna... <laughs> Back to the bitmain topic to wrap it up. I think it's really interesting because these guys were the ones that wanted to fork Bitcoin because they can't coexist with you know, Bitcoiners and consensus. They have to do it their own way. So it's very poetic that the these two CEOs, co-CEOs, couldn't see eye to eye and they just go to war with one another. So it's
1: like a Bitmain fork. Okay. So thank you for that short Bitmain story. Uh, the, and moving on then from Bitmain to eBaying. So they're doing an IPO that's also not going very well.
0: Why are these names so terrible?
1: Uh, Well, Ebang is a direct...
0: uh... Ebang my Bitmain. (laughs) What's wrong with Bitmain? Bitmain is uh, pretty normal (laughs) sounding. Yeah, Bitmain Bitmain is fine. Bitmain is not too bad. Ebang Ebang is the romanization of their Chinese name, Ebang. So it's just... I don't think they put much thought into their English name. It's just uh, an English version of it.
2: You know, there's that Ricky Martin song, "When She Bangs, She Bangs." I mean, I'm just saying, like, is that their theme song?
0: Can we sing a few bars? <laughs> oh,
1: any he bang, E
0: he bang.
1: <laughs> okay, now, now we should, should get some uh advertisement money for them from them. So, anyway, what's good, but they don't have much money yeah. anymore, I think, because. They're not doing too well, no, no, right? No. That's Kanan.
0: Kanan's stock is down. Oh, right. E-bank just finished their IPO, so they're not IPO-ing, oh. they are not ipo ing they ipo would And uh, they raised just over $100 million. so I would say it's successful. We'll see how long their stock is holding, but they ha- there, there have been critics of E-bank saying they haven't really shipped a next-gen miner yet, so they don't have anything good. But uh, so far, they've been able to keep up competitively with all the new generations, so... I don't think it's a matter of if, it's a matter of when they come out with their new miner.
3: What's the valuation of their company?
0: Uh, $600 million or something, I think, last I checked.
3: I mean, Bitmain's valuation like dropped <laughs> like a brick, right? Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about that. So they were trying
0: to raise it 40 to $50 billion valuation back in the heyday. It's and now 2017, Mik- right? Yeah, and now Micri is offering to buy back shares from... Uh, Jihan's faction at a 4 billion valuation so they went down 10x
1: that's just like a normal ICO Yeah.
3: <laughs> well it's probably because they hold so many so much Bcash and Bcash has dropped like 90% so
0: yeah well t- Jihan did say Bitmain is the tokenization no Bcash is the tokenization of Bitmain it's true it's true okay
3: he probably didn't, didn't use the word Bcash, but
0: well, no, else he, is he true. said his exact words were Bitcoin Cash is the tokenization of uh,
1: Bitmain. So I think we're out of topics now. Are we? We've been talking for 40, 45 minutes. So um, are there any questions from our. Oh, wait, we have to do a giveaway, right? Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So we screwed up the last giveaway. We uh, told people to write in YouTube chat and pick our favorite food, but then we have no way to contact them so we kind of need to do we it we didn't care. really think that one through <laughs> we did not we we which was samsung of course yeah sure blame me the guy that didn't click, click go live so i think we should just apologize
2: to all the people that won because they actually now have unwon we're basically like justin
0: sun giving away a tesla
3: well they could like write us on twitter and we might believe them if they tell us they won
0: so let's do a new one Post, reply to our uh, episode on Bitmain Forked on Twitter with uh, something. What is that thing, Charlie?
3: What are you asking me for?
0: I don't know, make a contest.
3: Um...
2: Oh, no, we remember we said that they have to post a picture of their first car, and then we're going to pick the ones that we think are
0: the best.
1: Okay. Wait, uh, the cars are the best or the pictures are the best?
0: I thought you wanted the picture of their first car. That's what I said, their first car. Oh,
1: okay. Yes. All right. But the first car is never cool.
3: Picture of your first car.
1: What was your, what, 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 what was your first car? Oh,
3: wait, you have to post a picture of your... no,
1: no, 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 no. Let's not ask the uh, tycoon, <laughs> the African tycoon. Um, my first car
2: was a piece of junk. So I'm, and I'm proud of it. Like my, my dad was like, I'm not giving you a car, but um, you can, you can find something really cheap and then you can cut me um, and uh, cut a deal with me where uh, I'll buy it for you and you pay me off um, and if it's not paid off over 12 months, then I'm taking it back and I was like, oh dear
1: So you didn't answer, what was your first car?
2: It was a cheap and nasty little maroon thing
1: What model was it? (laughs) Okay Mine was a Peugeot 107 like very small but it was my first car and I bought new which was probably also not the smart thing to do.
0: Okay, anyway, so the contest is post a picture of your first car in reply to our recent tweet, and we'll pick that winner. And also, call us it. the
3: last name of your best friend, your mother's main name, and last, don't five, spoil of your, the, last five of your socials. So, don't spoil the creative. thing. <laughs> last, last four digits of your credit card number. And
1: um, the name of your first pet.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. so there's, some, there's questions from the audience.
3: Are there? Yeah, What's MZ reading? MZ wants
2: me to say to say something in German. So I think I will say Alles hat ein Ende, nur die Wurst hat zwei. That's not German. It is. It means everything has an ending, but a sausage
3: has two. Does your sausage have two endings? It's basically
2: it's basically <laughs> a
0: it's it's a description of Calvin Air.
3: What? Uh, I don't get it.
1: I okay. Get it.
0: Okay. So there is a question. They want us to talk about Giacomo. Giacomo's a nice guy.
3: Giacomo's RGB protocol. just
2: <laughs> I mean, I think RGB just doesn't compete with Liquid, right? Hey, hey, Samson?
0: Hey? Doesn't compete with Liquid, right? Of course not.
3: <laughs>
0: but I, I, I'll, I'll uh, refrain from commenting on RGB because... We it doesn't compete
3: sh- with CMYK, that's all I can tell you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got a lot of crap at Blockstream for people thinking thinking we hate Lightning, but we don't. We have a Lightning implementation. It's not very good, but it's there. It's the best one. <laughs> no offense, Stark.
3: Actually, I I honestly haven't looked much into RGB. I probably should take a look at it. Seems interesting. I'm waiting for
0: the Pantone edition to come out. <laughs> Do you guys even know what RGB
2: is? It's a it's a colored coins protocol on Lightning.
1: Yes. So, when Mimblewimble sidechain on Monero?
2: I mean, it's, an, it's available in Testnet. You can go and install it right now. Tari.com. T A R I.
1: Oh, I didn't know. Tari
0: is a Mimblewimble implementation. Written from scratch in Rust. Um, you're competing with Charlie. Now you guys go head to head. Kind of different. You know
2: what's actually quite fun? If you want to install, like, I don't know if this is very common in the Testnet world. I guess it isn't, but you can install Tari Aurora. Um, from the App Store. It's not available on F-Droid yet, but it's in the Google Play Store and on iOS. And uh, you can play with Tari Testnet on your phone without running a full node. What do you mean
3: without running a full node? I
2: mean, like, you can... you can. You, there's a, a lightweight wallet that's available okay. for Testnet right now.
3: Yeah.
2: How are you Tari Aurora. Cool, hey? So cool. Now, I have something that I'm going to bring up every episode. Every time Samsung mentions Liquid, I'm just going to be like, tari aurora tari aurora
1: <laughs> fair that's fair yeah, th- th- this not gonna get annoying at all
3: except tari has a shit coin, so well te- is, is testnet tari
2: really that bad i mean it's worth it
0: <laughs> so how are you validating if it's a light wallet uh so um you only have two minutes to answer by the way through the
2: power of blockchain no, I mean, it, you do sync up headers, um, and, uh, you are, like, you are connected to the network. You're not relying on, uh, the benevolent nodes to provide you with, um, with services for free. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's normal lightweight, like a normal lightweight Mimble Wimble implementation. Uh, but it runs over the same network as the rest of the nodes. So you're not connecting to some other layer, which is quite handy. And everything runs on Tor.
0: Are you actually validating yourself? Because I thought part of the benefit of Mimblewimble is it's very lightweight and small for the whole chain. It
2: is, but you're not, you're not uh, pulling the whole chain down. I mean, that would be... This just only the, the end statement.
0: Right, but when I read the Mimblewimble stuff, wasn't like uh, the Bitcoin blockchain condensed into... If Bitcoin was Mimblewimble, it'd be a, know, a couple megabytes size.
2: No, it's not that small. Um remember you've got you 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 have um a lot of space saving cuz of cut through but then your transactions are physically physically larger because of um confidential transactions
0: right yeah okay okay that's enough shilling
1: <laughs> this will oh uh, we we have another question does will panda exclusively trade crypto no, actually... uh He started trading in, equities. In March. <laughs> yeah, in March I started a- trading equities. After the big dump, I started trading equities. And I've actually made more profit probably this year from uh, trading equities than uh, from trading crypto.
0: Because equities are like crypto. You've got a big
1: Hertz bag. Hertz, Wirecard, uh, all those gr- great companies.
0: I heard Wirecard is pumping like crazy now. Even even now?
1: Yeah, because they're getting bailed out. So... uh It it went to like two bucks. It went from twenty to two bucks, and then it's it's back to eight. So you could actually four exits in two days. That's crazy.
2: People are like, people are like, oh, you know, crypto is so volatile. Oh, so volatile. You know, we need stable coins. I'm like, stocks are so volatile. Yeah. When 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 is someone launching stable stocks?
1: (laughs) So I guess that's the end of the show then. Do you want to make a joke to finish it off? No, <laughs> well, I'm tired.
3: Someone in the chat asked about the wasabi fork of Litecoin. I actually heard about that recently, and I approved them the name. The name is called Mustard because it's wasabi light.
2: <laughs> Isn't there a bread wallet fork
3: for? Yeah. There's a bread wallet fork for Litecoin, which also has some funny name.
0: Is it loaf, oh, it's a
3: loaf wallet? Our, our um iOS or Android wallet used to be called Love Wallet. We renamed it to Light Wallet recently. But yeah, it was it was um, Bread Wallet, Love Wallet, and Dough Wallet for Dogecoin. So that was funny.
0: Not really. But
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's chuckleworthy. You know the, the Monero wallet. Uh, one of the Monero wallets is
3: called Cake Wallet. But that's not as good because it do, it doesn't start with M. I see. <laughs> monero doesn't get the joke
1: uh, these, these these dad jokes are just horrible I, I apologize to our viewers someone's asking
0: oh wait hang on
1: this is a it, if it was a trick
0: they're opening up a hundred acre bitcoin mining farm in texas yeah i think uh, so there's a question uh did bitmain open up a uh, hundred acre i don't know if it's hundred acres but they opened they advertised opening up a 500 megawatt facility in texas and it was just an announcement. I think they did some groundbreaking, but they never did anything. So they had nothing in Texas that is that big. And later on, I think they decided to scale it back and still do it. But, uh, I'm not sure how far along they got. I should look into it.
2: And then, uh, someone's, uh, Kerry Washington asks how the pandemic's affecting us. So. We're still um, self isolating here in South Africa, although um, and and the whole country still on lockdown, although we're on an advanced level three lockdown instead of level five, which means that you can like go to a restaurant as long as the restaurant has less than 50 people inside and there's the tables are spaced out Um, and they've opened some other stuff. So it's some, you know, somewhat gone back to normal uh but they still have a ban on cigarettes which i think is making a lot of people angry and you're allowed to buy alcohol now which is great um and <laughs> what's what's the reasoning behind the cigarette ban so that that's a good question i mean i'm i'm not a smoker so i don't i don't i mean i i can't say that i that i care much but the rationale apparently is that a lot of people in townships share cigarettes and so there's transmission risk um that's one of the the main things that they pointed out. I don't think that banning cigarettes changes that. I think in fact, it makes it worse um you know they they because there's a whole underground market, and they're just gonna get their their cigarettes which are now more expensive and so they're more inclined to share but um <laughs> that's true maybe to 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 some to some degree, maybe it's just the government flexing their muscles to see what they can get away with and for how long um I think coming out of this we're gonna see some some interesting changes um to to the way we live
1: okay uh my update life is actually back to normal kind of like there's still like uh some distances in like that you have to keep in restaurants and stuff like that but everything is open now um, like swimming pool opened actually today now because that made no sense. But swimming pools were still closed. No, well, uh, Pando. If
0: it's back to normal, why is your haircut suck still?
1: It it doesn't suck. I I literally just took a shower before we before I came on. I, I can put it up, but it took too much time. And then I was already late according to you guys. Um, so other than that, everything is is relatively normal, and we're also allowed to travel again uh, from half of uh, June. Uh, although now in the EU we're banning, of course we're banning people from uh, United States. You're not <laughs> uh, United States was Russia, Brazil, and, and another country, I think. But uh, yeah. So so basically, you can travel within Europe. You can travel freely now, um, and there are 15 countries from outside of Europe, like uh, New Zealand and Canada, that are allowed to come here. Um, but other than that, no real, like everything's back to normal, kind of. Yeah.
0: So for Canada, I think we're at level, so I think there's different levels of alertness in Canada. In uh, West Coast Canada, BC, we're down to level four, up to level four. Level five is back to totally normal. But uh, luckily for BC, we don't have that many cases. Uh, but I think recently some people caught coronavirus from uh, a strip club in Vancouver and I just have no idea why strip clubs are able to open <laughs> at level four it just doesn't make any sense
1: Charlie you have got, got something to, Not have. Much to
3: say I mean I'm sheltering in place on my starship so my spaceship okay been here for a while it sucks
1: well if you get lonely you can just I don't know Beam, beam, the beam, beam down. <laughs>
3: uh, beaming down is in Star Trek, not Star Wars. Come on, well, Panda. No, yeah, yeah of course I know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. The geek, are you? I know. I know that. <laughs> I was just trying to move the conversation along. Okay, so um, I, I guess that's it for for today. Um, so don't forget to reply to our tweet with a picture of your car, and. Ricardo will pick the coolest
2: car. Why was I pick the coolest car. We'll all pick the coolest car. It'll be a group
1: effort. Okay. Is it? Is it like one winner or is it like four winners or how you want to do it, Samsung?
0: Uh, we can each pick one. That way, that was the original contest. So we should yeah, That's a great idea. Follow.
3: Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Bitcoin meme hub says I should show the Blockstream masks, but uh, I don't have any nearby. Okay, so that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs>
3: cool we need okay. watching to pay us money in order for us to show their hat I'll send you a
0: mask bye, bye. everyone bye. Bye. see you later magical crypto.